You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And this is Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X-Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X-Files. You know it. Hey, we watched episode 10, season 4, Paper Hearts. Yes, we did. It was about killing little girls. It sure was. Boy. Boy, howdy. Woof. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, basically everything I watch and consume media-wise is true crime. Yeah. So... Kinda, this was kind of your jam. This was kind of my jam. Yeah. Um, and I didn't mind it. It was very straightforward. I can see why people like it. Yeah. Because it was mostly about Mulder. Oh. That's why people probably like it. Yeah, because he gets very, it get, really gets into his emotions. He's a little puppy doggy. Yeah. Oh, right? I hate it. But like a puppy dog, you just want to put out of his misery. Yeah, I just want to hit him with a rolled up newspaper. Well, no, that's dog abuse. <laughs> oh, okay. Just gotta, just push him outside. What if it's Mulder, though? Oh, yeah, hit him. <laughs> just, just rub his nose in what he's done. Ew, that might be someone's kink. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, don't want to go there. Let's just get right into it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not messing around. No, let's just, let's just... Give me that Netflix description. Do it. Do um, it. Okay, so season four, episode 10, Paper Hearts. An incarcerated serial killer claims Mulder's sister was one of his many victims. Now, can we talk about hmm? the points situation, <laughs> which we have goofed up very badly. I like to say we're playing a little Kelvin ball with our points. I think we are. We've done, Every time I edit an episode, I'm like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> Well, because here lies the the error of our ways. We don't give a shit. Yeah. So we don't actually go back and think about what we predicted and what our points lay out. Nor do we ever write anything down. We never, ever (laughs) write anything down. Uh, My will is oral. (laughs) I just tell people what I'm giving to people. Oh, I thought you meant that that was what was in your will. Oh, just oral. Yeah. For all of my friends? Yeah. I mean, it could be. I I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but I, hey, I'm dead. I don't. I don't care. Um, yeah. So we actually spent a good five minutes. Yeah. Going through an old episode, which can we say we talk a lot? Yeah, we just like that's all we do. God, I apologize. Talk. I apologize for that, listeners. We'll stop. No, we won't. No, we, <laughs> we like won't. it. We like the sound of our own voices. We just like listening to each other. Um, what are we at, Allison? Officially. Officially. Yes. I have 1.5 points. That's one and a half points. And back then, before this episode, in the what before was times, in the, in the long, long time ago, you were also at one and one half points. Officially. Officially. Mark it down. We did. We wrote it down. Yep. And what was my prediction? You predicted one for half a point yeah. that it would be a serial killer episode with calling cards. Yes. Uh, and for your other half point, you predicted that Mulder would get kidnapped. Now, those two points together would make for a very good episode. Yes. But we only had a half good episode, so I only get a half point. So now I am at one and one half points. And what am I at? You are at two whole points. And what do we get at the end of all this? Treats. Treats. Halloween treats, we said? Yeah, we said we would buy uh, the other... Per- the winner will have... Oh, God. The winner will have something bought for... Oh, God. The loser... Mm, the loser has to buy the winner a box of their very favorite Halloween treats. Now, this is depressing to me, because it's June. <laughs> yes! And it's very hot outside. Yes. And me thinking about how long it's going to take to go to Halloween. All I can think is melting ca- melting chocolate <laughs> just in my hand, just wet just and brown. So much time. There's so much. There's so It's so long. <laughs> it really is. These seasons are so long. <laughs> Guys, we're having a moment. <laughs> and, we, and it's only season four. I thought we were doing good, but then I remembered... There's, like, going to be, like, 11 seasons. There's five more seasons um, of the original series. Two more movies. 
Two, two, only two? Yeah, I think there's two. There's more? I thought there was like three. What? Yeah. Oh no. Isn't there, there's the X-Files, uh, Fight the Future. <laughs> You're making these up. And I want to believe, is that it? I'm not sure. <laughs> Fight the Future. Fight the Future is real. I think that's the one I saw. The X-Files, Fight the Future. X-Files, Fight, number one, Fight the Future. X-Files, number two. Fight the past. No, I want to believe. No, the truth is out there. Fight the past. Fight the, that's when they go to the past and they beat up Benjamin Franklin. Which is the one where they're in the subway and they find a bottle of ooze and then they break it and they go to a samurai Japan. Which one's that? That's, um, that's the X-Files fight the feudalism. <laughs> no, that's X-Files 3, um, Turtles in, in Time. Turtles in a Half Shell? Turtles in Time. I forget okay. that. <laughs> I just really like the Ninja Turtles. I know you do. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. Did we already do the Netflix description? We did. Good. Then we can keep going. Hey, this was going to be my most favorite episode. Do you know why? Why, Courtney? Because Mulder was sleeping and then a red dot appeared and I thought Mulder was going to be assassinated. Yeah, that would have been sweet. (sighs) But was not. It was not to be. No. This time. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It was a dream dot. Oh, yeah. And can we talk about, okay, as soon as this episode opens, the music, the music (laughs) that is going on is like, to me, it struck me as like magical realism rom-com music. Ooh, that's a really tight genre. I know. But that's like, all I could think about was like, oh, it's like, oh, something a little frisky, like something fun is happening here. It's like if Tim Burton did a movie with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, bah, 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 bah. I think it's because it's the whole Alice in Wonderland motif. I don't, just didn't get it. It wasn't coming together no, for me. Right. Anyway, Mulder finds a dot and he's part cat. So he chases it. Chases it. Yeah. And it goes to, can I say the name of the park? Please. It's Manass Park. It's in Manassas. Nope. That's not what I wrote down. Man asses. Man asses. Eh? Very good. Eh? A very good joke from you to me. I get another point. Nope. Oh. Okay. Well, I wrote also, ugh, Mulder has special corpse vision. And this is what this episode's going to oh, be about. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he wrote, he follows the music and the dot. Um <laughs> Follow the dot. Follow the dot. He follows it into this park. Uh, There's a big um, uh, hearse-looking truck parked outside the the park. Um, And the, uh, well, the red dot first tells him to follow, and then it says Mad Hat on the car. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he pushes further into the park. He pushes further into... Man asses. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Hey, hey, teamwork. Uh, And uh, in the leaves, there's a little dead girl. And she sinks below the leaves, and he wakes up, and we realize, oh, no. He's got corpse vision. Yeah. (sighs) And I was like, did he really just make that happen? So let me, can I just, can I compile Mulder's special powers? Please. Number one, very annoying. Yeah. Just a, just a horrible. Just the worst. Just the worst. That's number one. Number two, he has past lives? Yes. And but he can remember them. Yeah. And he is in love with the same people. I don't know what that... Anyway, that's a power. That's a power. Number three, corpse vision. Yeah. Number four, immune to bees, but only if he's covered in gasoline. Yeah, that's a power. <laughs> Number five, mm-hmm. a lot of dads. Yeah, yeah. Well... Both, both biological and non-biological. <laughs> <laughs> both dads and daddies. And daddies. Those are all of Mulder's powers. Mm-hmm. Any more powers? He was old once. Wasn't he really old? But so was Scully. Yeah, I guess that's not special. I, I'm trying to black out all the special things that happened to Mulder. Those yeah. are the only five I can think He's of. He's got a lot. And then Scully's, Scully's one superpower, kidnapped a lot. Kidnapped. Hey, she's kidnapped a lot. <laughs> but she wasn't this time, and I'm thankful for yeah, it. Yeah, but she, nor was Mulder, and I'm not thankful ugh. for that. I know. I could have gotten another half point. Yeah. So now, oh, I also want to point out this episode lacks some background boys. Yeah, it did. It was real, it was a real tight 44. I do have one. Yeah, please. But also a half a one. You have a half a background Cause boy. Because it's kind of weird. 
Okay. That's there was a Scott a shot of a skull of the skull. Yeah. And she's got a perfect little heart nose. I know I hated that. Really? It made me so upset. <laughs> I was like, that's not what noses on skulls look but like. It's like a heart. Mm, yeah. It's this little heart. It was very it was part of their motif, but I did not care why, for it. Why why what do our noses look like underneath? Um, they're uh I think usually they don't have such a pronounced, you know, like the the Part of the the butt part of the heart where mm-hmm. it, it goes it dips up. <laughs> yeah, the butt part. Like that's not usually so pronounced. Oh, maybe this little girl had a trunk. It's possible. I'm Seven not ruling knows. anything out. She had a little elephant trunk. Maybe she was a little elephant. Who knows? Like Babar. Maybe she was Babar. No, Babar is a boy. Um, well, she would be Babar, first Celeste. Of all, Celeste. Babar's wife. Babar was married? Um, Babar was married and he had three kids. Where have you <laughs> what? been? Obviously not in the elephant kingdom. Yeah, Babar, his wife, Celeste, their children, Alexander. What? And the girl one and the other boy. <laughs> Wait, was Babar the king or was his dad the king? No, Babar was the king. Oh, I got that all mixed up. I'm hanging out with the rhinoceroses. Oh, Retaxis. That's where the party's yeah, at. Yeah, Retaxis was dope. <laughs> he was also a dictator. Yeah, I mean, I'll take what I can How get. How do you feel about the monkey? I mean, a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. Oh. That Wait, Babar is about, like, like imperialism and colonialism, yes, correct? Yes, it's okay. very bad. Good. It way. is very, very, very bad. Okay, anyways. But I did love it as a child. Mulder. Yeah. It decides that his dream means he, something. He has corpse vision, so he needs to go figure it out. He I goes to- I could not believe this. I could not believe that he has a dream about someone buried in the woods and is able to get a team of, like, FBI corpse diggers out there. <laughs> so, I don't think- He probably he probably doesn't tell him it's, like, it's a dream. But just, like, like you, there's there's a chain of, of, of logic. There's paperwork. You can't just be like, we're going to go to the woods and see if there's a body there. Like, it's, you have to have some kind of impetus because you're spending no. federal funds. Nope. Mulder can do whatever the fuck he wants. Doesn't get fired? No. Mulder does so many things in this episode that he should be fired for. Yes. The first thing is he calls a crew to dig up a body that on a hunch. costs money. Yeah. And, like, he was right, but who gives a shit? It shouldn't matter. Well, he was right, but then... So they're digging um, uh, very meticulously. Yes. And then he just fucking sticks his hand in there and just goes crazy. And the lady lady scientist is like, um, sir, let us do that. Let us do our jobs. He's like, no, I need, I can do it better and faster. And he just gets his little paws in there like a little retriever. So he basically disturbs the whole grave site. Yeah. And fucks everything up. And someone even says, like, you're going to destroy evidence. Yeah. And he just keeps going, one, the X-Files should be shut down. Yep. Two, Mulder should be fired. Yep. Like, I... And then it's a show about Skinner and Scully, and we're all a lot happier. I genuinely, if I was in that situation, I would kill Mulder. I would be like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Also, if... Okay, let me put myself... Let's put ourselves in those two... Um, okay. Is it... Would it be forensic anthropology? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's put ourselves in the two forensic anthropology What are our names? I am Frank. Okay. I'm married with two kids. Yeah. I um, used to be a postal worker, but I decided to go in and get another job. This is the first day on the job for me. Okay. What's your name? Uh, I'm Marge. Mm. Um, I've been doing this for 40 years. Nice. Uh, have you been taking me under your wing? I have. I've been I've, training you. I do have a little crush on you. Oh. But I, I am, I love my wife. I'm a, I'm a, uh, like a serial first dater. Oh. <laughs> How many cats do you have? Ooh, four. <laughs> but I just like, I love the thrill of the first date, but yeah. then I'm just not interested after that. I, so it's not like people don't want to date me. I just like, you just get it. You get it and go. I get it and go. I love it. That's Marge. Marge. Nice to meet you, Marge. I'm hey. Frank. Nice to meet hey, you, Frank. There's this guy who called us. Yeah. Um, We're digging up a body today. Okay, cool, cool, but, cool. But uh, I asked, like, was there evidence? Or, and he's like, no, 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 it's just a dream. Well, did you get like a form? Filled out? Was there like a requisition form for I mean, our I'm, services? I or? mean, I knew, so I just kind of, he had a, I, I've seen him around the office and. Okay, he's got to fill out the B14 and he's oh. got to send it through to accounting. Well, we're already driving there, 
So and Frank, you really f this one up. I'm, I'm new. I'm sorry. And okay. Smile. We're gonna at me. we're gonna go for ice cream after this and okay. talk about it. But here's the weird part. Yeah, Marge. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me exactly where the body was okay. and exactly what condition the body was in. And how uh, did he get that from uh, the murderer? Did he get no. that in a testimony? Uh uh-uh. uh Where? How did he know? I, Marge. Yeah. I think he did the crime. Fra- Frank, what are you talking? <laughs> you are talking about an FBI agent. I think, Marge, I think he did the crime. I think, because he told me it was a little girl, and he told me it would have a heart shape cut out of her nightgown, and I think he did the crime. What do we do? Oh, my God, what do we do? Turn the car around. (laughs) Do we call Skinner? Yeah, we're going to need to call Skinner. Yes. (laughs) That's how it should have gone. Yeah. And then Mulder would have gone to jail because he did the crime. (laughs) That was the first thing I thought of. Like, by the logic and rules that we have created on the Double X Files, Mulder did the crime. Mulder did the crime. It's not a dream. He did the crime, but... Anyway. No one cares. No one cares. Mulder can do whatever the fuck he wants. So here's the deal. Mulder knows about this whole situation because he has spent a long time on the serial killer. Yeah. Who had, he was a vacuum salesman in the 70s. Uh-huh. Went door to door and cased the joint and found little girls and. And came back for them months And later. came back for them. And um, he said he had, he had 13 girls. Mm-hmm. But then this is number 14. Yeah. So there's more. Can we talk about this little girl's baller PJs? <laughs> now, I was a little disappointed because it didn't have Garfield on it saying I hate Mondays. But what it did have, what it have? was a little pocket and the pocket oh, had yeah. a dollar sign stitched into it and I just saw that as like this little girl was a fucking baller and shot collar and no one can tell me otherwise because she is walking around with a dollar sign stitched into her nightgown. Now the dad later says this is for the tooth fairy. Yeah. She's just dropping teeth like crazy. Yeah, she's just pulling them out herself so that she can get that cash. No, 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 no. She's got an elementary school tooth fairy ring. Oh my god. Wait, tooth fairy pyramid scheme. I love it. So she's like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, give me your teeth. Your tooth came out, I'll give you a give you a nickel. And then she gives them the tooth fairy gives her like 25 cents. Mm-hmm. She keeps 20, she gives she's away five. Fucking baller as shit. Yeah, that's dope. R.I.P. little girl. I love you. <laughs> love you. Okay, so they figure out that. The, the the dad with the the daughter who um, they're revealing that you know we finally found her mm-hmm. she's not missing she um she we found her corpse and the dad says well how many other parents are you visiting today and that kind of spurs Mulder of saying like well how many other people yeah did this? how many do we not know about so Mulder thinks that well his oh you have a little spider friend what a little spider friend oh hello what's his name. Oh, God, Gertrude. Hi, Gertrude. He's so sweet. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I love him. Um, He's going to eat up all your bugs. Yay. He better eat those moths because I am mad as heck. <laughs> Fuck those moths. Gertrude, you get them. You get those moths. Um, So Mulder comes up with this thing that maybe it's in the car. So they go... They go... <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, he's very good. They is this, no, he can't be a backer boy. He has no. He has lines. a line. He went to it's a shame. They he, the car was sold to a guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I redetailed it." <laughs> and he's like, "Flame decals." Fla- oh my god, those flames! And he's like, "You're telling me that my car was blown to a serial killer? Let's do." And and he is all of us. Yeah, he's all of us. Okay, you take a ride in that car. What base is he getting to? Zero. It's too creepy. <laughs> oh, God. Forever, never. I'm going to say, lived. I take a ride in that car, I get to second base. <laughs> Myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just reach over and grab his, a uh... Dipstick? Second base is, is uh, second under base? the shirt stuff, isn't it? You grab his nips? Yeah. I don't know. Under bra, over sh- shirt? Wait. Should we go through... <laughs> I haven't been around the bases in a long time. <laughs> base one is overshirt. I thought overclothes. I thought base one was just smooching. Well, smooching is like I mean, is a gimme. You're gonna be. You're smooching. in the dugout. You're no. You're in the dog pen. What? Wait. What's? It's a dugout. It's no, 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 no. <laughs> bullpen. You're in the bullpen. Dog pound. Dog. You're in the dog pound. You're a pound puppy. <laughs> what is the bullpen? Bullpen. 
I think is when you are ready to go up to bat and you practice your swings. Okay, so bullpen is smooching. I think it's called the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm just a girl. I don't know about sports. <laughs> Pretty sure it's called the bullpen. <laughs> or, or there's a dog hound. Dog pound. Hound yard. <laughs> Woof. Anyway, there's Woofville? that. Woofville? <laughs> anyway, where's the that? That's smooching. Bark hotel? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, so the dog pound is smooching. The dog, <laughs> the bullpen. Bullpen is smooching. So what's base one? Over shirt. shirt. Over shirt. But everywhere. Over clothes everywhere. Over clothes everywhere. Okay, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Base two is under clothes, but the clothes are still on? Is it is it under clothes over undergarments? No, you're touching. Oh, you're touching. You're just yeah. touching and so, squeezing. So, uh, 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 J-O. Yeah, is base two. Is base two. okay. And now, from what I understand, uh, base three is what's in your will, which is oral. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, mouth stuff. Mouth stuff. Mouth stuff. Get that little, get that mouth around it. Any mouth stuff. The tongue touches anywhere on any body. That's, that's basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a home run is doing it. Doing the thing. Ooh, and you fuck. <laughs> We're disgusting. We should be putting the dog pound. <laughs> Why does anyone listen to this? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad we took the time to go through that because I was really confused. We're horrible and disgusting. No, we're not. We're just two red-blooded Canadians who just like to get our to fuck. who like to get our jags off. <laughs> our jags off. What? Ah, uh, this car. Yeah, this is a very good car. Well, oh it, man, it has purple velvet, eh? On the like, oh, trunk? inside the yeah, you know he's up to something no good. Well, Mulder cuts the seat wide open yeah. too. I, I love he's like Mulder cuts the seat open and Scully gives him this look like um excuse me this is a man's vehicle that he put a lot of money into and he trusted us with it and Mulder's like no I'm helping him detail so stupid yeah Mulder you should be fired. And then it wasn't in the car, so it was in the little hood. Yeah, so they go to look for the hood, which is in the back, and then they, they pull it out, and it's like, oh, it's upholstered with, like, purple velvet. And it's like, that's a look, dude. I want to dress like that. Yeah. I want to roll up to the Rio Theater. Local Rio Theater. Purple just, velvet moo Purple moo-moo. velvet. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Love it. Um, it was, they found an Alice in Wonderland book. Yeah. And they find 16 hearts. Yes. Can, how does this man cut out these hearts so... So perfectly. Well, he folds the cloth in half. But even still, when I even when I fold the cart, like that is a that is a perfect heart. Maybe you he know, has a stencil. Yeah, maybe he has a stencil, or he has one of those um, Martha Stewart like uh, cutters. Mm-hmm. That's like a perfect shape. Yeah. He went to Michaels. He went to Michaels. He got it with a 40 percent off coupon. God, he those just are good. Gonna stamp stamp out those hearts from those kids Ladies. that he. Oh God! Oh God! Probably raped. Okay. Well, uh, well, oh, come on. Come no, on. no, no. You're right. You're right. So, apparently, with the hearts, it's like 16 victims. Yeah, so there's two uh, unaccounted for. Oh, no. Boulder has to find them. Yeah. So, they go to the jail. They do go to the jail. Where this serial killer and child rapist is playing b-ball. He's playing some baskets ball. And what does what's the deal he makes with Mulder? Uh, well, he says if you bring the hearts to me, yeah, I will tell you where the other two girls are. But what was the other deal too? Do you remember that? No. He says if you make this shot, oh yes, I'll give you some more information. Yeah. And Mulder's like, what up? And he makes three pointer. He sinks it. These guys are both like <sighs> basketball stars. That- he, Mulder is this like, ugh, yeah. Ugh. He's Chris Carter's masturbatory fantasy. Uh, man, I'm, was it uh, Gary Sue? Gary? Yeah, Gary, Gary Stu. Gary Stu? Yeah, is that what Gary it is? Stu. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Anyway, it made me sick. <laughs> I did. I liked when the serial killer spun the ball in his finger Harlem Globetrotter style, though. <laughs> and he's like, "What up?" Do, 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 and he attacked do. that paint, and then he smashed it down. And the glass shattered everywhere. Yep. And he's like, "What up, Kobe?" <laughs> um, this is when Mulder goes through second dream. Yeah, and then the music is back. Oh, boy. But our favorite character, Samantha uh, Mulder, is there 
and she calls her brother yet again a butt munch. <laughs> I did like that, yeah. Thank you. So, apparently, through this dream, we find out that it wasn't an alien, it was a child rapist who took... Yeah, so yeah. she was abducted, but not in the way that we think. Yeah. Um, Ostensibly. Which, which I'm like, oh my god, this, this is great. Well, it's not great that she was kidnapped and, and probably tortured and hurt, but it was like, it is an alien, and that makes sense with Mulder's whole steez. Yeah. That, like... He's obsessive, and he had post-traumatic stress disorder, and he's kind of making his memory, and he can't really remember it, and so he's kind of introducing this idea of aliens to it. Well, because what's cool about it is that this actually, like, if that was the case, if she was abducted by, like, a human person instead of aliens, that actually makes Mulder a more interesting, nuanced character. Yes, it does, and it also means that maybe he'll stop fucking around with alien stuff and start doing his GD job. Well, and also, I mean, if you have this pivotal moment where you realize, like, everything you've put your life into for the past 30 years has been a lie... I love that. Then where do you go from there? And I thought, that is an interesting twist to move forward from. Yeah, and I thought that would be, a like, a bold choice. Say, you know what? I probably won't be able to find my sister because she's in the ground somewhere, and she's murdered by this man, and I won't find her. So that's still, that's still a problem for Mulder. Yeah. But he doesn't have to latch onto this alien thing so much. I mean, he well, still will. But what I think would be interesting is if he has this turn where he realizes, okay, so this isn't what happened to my sister, but it it is something that does seem like it has happened to other people's loved ones. Yeah. Other people's loved ones, you know, from what I understand, from what I've learned, have been abducted by aliens. Why and how am I still invested in this? What makes yeah. me still invested in this? He can kind of disconnect a little. Yeah. I thought that was a great choice. And I think I it really, would have been really cool. I really was excited. I was really excited about that kind of like, oh, yeah, it's just a dude. It's just a dude. Because in the 70s, man, just... Okay, can I say can I say something about people who say, you know, people are so helicopter parents. Yeah. And they just... In the 80s and the 70s, so many goddamn kids were taken and kidnapped. Yeah. Because, you know, they were latchkey kids. They were by themselves in the house. The doors were unlocked. They were, they go to the candy shop by themselves or the grocery store by themselves and they're just picked up. Or like hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. Like hitchhiking, everyone hitchhiked everywhere and the amount of, especially women, who were taken, and they were raped and tortured and killed. Like that's incredible. The, anyone who complains that we are overprotective over our children can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure, like, that in the 70s and 80s, the amount of kids being abducted, like, played into, like, I've talked about the education that we had in BC in the 90s. Oh, yeah, the, um, like, the stranger danger stuff. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, that's yeah. directly impacted by what happened before it. But the, uh, the other problem with the stranger danger stuff is, chances are, it's... For kids, it might be someone you know. It's more likely to be it's someone you likely. know. It's more likely. So that is also the problem as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just hate people who say, oh, parents are so overprotective. Like, go play in the mud. Go out by yourselves or whatever. Like, how many kids were killed and taken in the yeah. 1970s? Too many. So many. So many. Like, you don't hear about kids... If a kid got kidnapped, we have the Amber Alert system. Yeah, exactly. And we hear about it instantly. They didn't have that back then. Mm -hmm. In fact, if a kid was kidnapped, they waited. There was not a special, like, kid kidnapping section. They waited as long as they would wait for an adult. Which is, like, 72 hours 72 hours. Yeah. Because they just said, oh, 14-year-old girl, she probably ran away. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's insane to me. Yeah. So... Fuck all y'all who think that everyone is a special snowflake and are overprotective. Go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> at least kids aren't dying. Yeah. Anyway. I will say, if your kid wants to lick the pole on the bus, let oh, them. Oh, do it. Sure. That's safe. That's fine. You can, like, get bacterias and stuff. Just don't, like, don't, <laughs> don't be upset if someone, like, doesn't let their kid walk to the store by themselves. Yeah. Right? Totally. Especially a little girl. Anyway. But little, anyway, little girls can walk to the store by themselves. I'm not saying they can. Bless you. I'm sorry. I like it. I apologize. It was cute. Penance. Anyway, that was a good way to end my rant. Yeah, I About sneezed. child murder. Um, God, I love that maroon suit, Scully. It's a good suit. It's a very, uh, what's it called? Pencil skirt. Mm-hmm. Very good color. Love it. Anyway. 
So is this where Mulder goes to talk to Roche again? And Roche seems to know all sorts of yeah, things about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Uh, yeah, so Mulder goes to talk to Roche. They're in a little room, and he passes over these two hearts, the two hearts, and he says, which one? So this is after Mulder has his dream again, where he and his sister are playing Stratego. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then in the dream, the door opens, and instead of aliens, is Roche. Yeah. Um, who kind of, like, smirks and walks past him and goes to get his sister. Uh, and Mulder wakes up and thinks, oh, you, this, this is almost certainly true as well. Uh, so he goes to confront Roche in the prison, and um, he hands over the last two hearts, and Roche says, like, you choose you choose one, and I'll tell you where they are. Um, this isn't Mulder. Was this one of the ones where Mulder, like, has hit him in the past? No, Mulder's a gonna hit, gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him. Uh, so he basically is toying with Mulder and saying, like, you know, one of these is your sister. Yeah. Uh, and talking about all the details that he knows about Mulder that make it realistic that it would be. Yeah. Uh, so Mulder kind of hauls off and hits him. And, um, the guard comes in and Roche is like, he hit me. And the guard's like, I didn't see it. And then Skelly comes up behind the guard and she's like, I did. Which I liked very much. Yeah, I like that too. So Mulder actually goes to his mom's place. Yeah. And looks to see about the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And it is the vacuum cleaner that Roche was talking about. Uh-huh. But my question is, who would keep a vacuum cleaner from the 1970s? Oh, it's crazy. Mrs. Mulder, you gotta get rid of some stuff. Mrs. Mulder, you gotta have a yard sale. Also, hey, hus- hus- husbands, mm-hmm. don't buy your wife a vacuum cleaner for their birthday. Yes. Hey, just don't do just it. Just don't do it. I mean, if you want to buy a vacuum cleaner, that's fine. But don't but buy no, it. it's not a gift. Don't buy it for them. Yeah. Please. Um, I The one thing that I thought was, I don't know if it's funny or interesting, but after Mulder punches Roche, Scully is kind of talking to him and saying, like, you know, y- he could have found out anything about you on the net. Yeah. On the web. On the net. And then Mulder says, like, I don't know what to believe, which is should be the, the tagline for this show. <laughs> the X-Files. I don't know uh, what to believe. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I liked, there was this kind of thing where I hoped that it was real. Yeah. And then Scully's saying, well, he, she could have, he could have, ju- he's just playing with you. I'm like, no, 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 Scully. I want this to be 100% real. Yeah. Um, this is when they go see Skinner because yeah. Mulder wants to talk about seeing Roche again. Yeah. And, oh God, I don't know. I don't know what has gotten into Skinner. Something. S- Mulder? Oh, but he's so spicy. I love it. Just so spicy. And he uses the term, I will put your ass in a sling. It's like a, it's like a sex thing. Well, because he pounded it too hard. Yeah. So it got broken. Okay. Got to wear a little sling. Oh, Lord. A butt sling. That right? painful. Right? Is that what that means? Uh-huh. Okay. It's a, it's a gay thing. Oh, it's a gay sex thing? Yeah. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I it's haven't code. gotten to that part of my handbook yet. It's code. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, I just flipped through. Oh, yeah. I only read half of it. Hey! hey. By joke. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, so pick a victim. Uh, I like the actor who played Roach is really good. Yeah, he was really he was good. Really he captivating. made a lot of really interesting choices. So Mulder picks a, picks a heart, and he, cho- he chooses a lady, a little girl, and they find her... And again, Mulder just digs like a golden retriever. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like you can't do that. They didn't even call Marge and Frank. No, he just he just did it himself. His ding dong self. What do you think Marge and Frank were doing though? <sighs> Getting Arby's. Yeah, like going on a lunch run. Get a big messy roast beef burger. <laughs> just a couple of Arby's. <laughs> when I figured out Arby's was called Arby's because it's RB sandwiches. Mm. Blew my mind. I you literally just introduced that concept <gasps> to me for the first time. What? So it's roast beefs. Arby's. Ar- yeah. The Arby's chain is actually called roast, roast beefs. Beef. I love it. Isn't that great? It's very good. I'm gonna go. Have you ever had an Arby's? Never had an Arby's. I love them because they're no nonsense. It's just little sandwiches. They're tiny. You can get like five of them, and it's just meat. And, like, this liquefied cheese, and that's it. You had me at five sandwiches. Huh? I know. You have five sandwiches, you don't feel bad, because they're so tiny and cute. And you put them in your gullet. Marge and Frank are having a hell of a time. Right? Maybe Frank's having some, like, marital issues, and he's... Marge is just talking him through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you dingbat. She used the word dingbat a lot. She's like, why did you buy that vacuum cleaner for her birthday? (laughs) She said she wanted a new one. Not for birthdays, Frank. (laughs) I love these two. Me too. I hope we see them again. <laughs> anyway, 
Ugh, Mulder, stop touching the skeleton. And it, yeah, we go to a really good scene next. Yeah. In the morgue. Yeah. Where Mulder kind of is peeling back the sheet and looking at the skeleton and realizing that it's not his sister. This is the very, one of the very few times I thought Mulder actually expressed emotion. Yeah. Well. And the one thing that I noticed about this scene is like, okay, I get, much like Beyond the Sea, I get why people like this episode is because it had room to breathe. Yeah, there were moments. There yeah, were beats. there were like actual moments that, that was you a good could moment. just sit in and kind of take in instead of moving to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Yeah. No, I did. I did appreciate that. Yeah. That I concentrated on one thing and it was interesting. And I me. think it's interesting that like their the X-Files best episodes are the ones where they actually give their story room to breathe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they didn't pick up on that and do it more often. Guys, we do like to complain, but overall I did I did enjoy this, and I'll remember it. It was a good, memorable episode for sure, and I understand why it's a touchstone for so many people. But Mulder was just really shitty. Yeah, and I'm just, like, so sick of that dude. (laughs) I'm sorry. Maybe if this was the first time I ever saw him, I'd be like, oh, interesting. Or if, like we were talking about, they gave him a really interesting turn at the end of the episode that that echoed into the rest of the season. Yeah, that would have been so good. But this is very much, like, you know, in the 90s, even serial dramas were very much like reset, reset, reset at the end of every episode. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I understand why that didn't happen. It just needs to stop touching skeletons. Please. But, oh, man. You know what I would love to see, though? What? I would love to see in season 11. Wait, is this like how it should have ended? No. Oh, okay. Uh, in season 11, I would love to see them take some of the lessons that we've picked up from serial dramas in like, the past 10 years and introduce those into the X-Files. Like what? Like, um, like having an episode where you have a character turn at the end of the episode that echoes through the rest of the season. That would be very good. Like, that you would see, um, maybe in, like, a Criminal Minds or that kind (gasps) of show. Oh, that, the plot actually affects characterization? Yeah. What? Because Criminal Minds every episode is another, you know, like, serial killer that they have to deal with, but the characters are growing and learning throughout and it's not that Mulder and Scully aren't it's just that it's such a sluggish pace and never I don't think they I've seen any growth really that's fair I have seen growth from Skinner I've seen a lot of growth I gotta bring it I gotta bring it back I just gotta bring it back so Mulder decides he's just gonna like a library book Mm -hmm. he is going to check out a human from from the prison Um, and I like that he says uh apparently tries to well the way that he does it is he tells the fbi that it's an emergency yeah it's like no this girl died in 1973 Mulder. this does not constitute an emergency and i also this is so i'm already kind of freaked out of of planes right yeah oh do they move prisoners like that yeah they do like just like on a plane yeah with other people yeah I think um, usually if they're dangerous, probably they would have, like, an armed guard or something, or, like, two armed guards. Can you fucking imagine if the guy behind you was, like, a serial killer? Yeah. And he was pushing on your seat, and you're like, excuse me, sir. And he's like, what? I'm like, ugh. <laughs> um, but again, like, this is, like, that's the thing that's crazy to me, is that Mulder is getting federal funds for these, like, this flight to fly this prisoner to get him out for transportation for the hotel room. Like, that's money. That's not, Mulder's not paying that out of pocket. <sighs> what kind of fast food restaurant do you think they stopped at after they got out of the airport? Carl's Jr.? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Only serial killers eat at Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got Chick-a-Philla. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. That's even better. That's even better, those two fuckers. Um, yeah, that terrifies me. Anyway... The, the the guy, he picks out a little girl. Yeah, kind of and he's like, that one. And it's like, Ugh. Ugh. So, this is when Skinner's like, wait, wait, Mulder did what? Yeah, and then he's like, Scully, you fucked up. <laughs> and I loved it. He's like, okay, Papa's got to go solve this now. <laughs> Papa's got to fix this mess. Papa Bear's coming for you. He's going to go fix everything. I so, like that a lot. So now not only did Mulder spend taxpayer money shipping a criminal and himself and paying for the Chickafilla, fuck you, Chickafilla, um, that now Scully and Skinner and a whole crew, they got to get going. Yeah, and that's like even more money. So it's just like, how are you still in business? How are you still operating? Have you not been shut down, you dumbo? How is Mulder not fired? <laughs> exactly. Like, this is something he would definitely have to face. So 
Mulder goes to a house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, talk me through what happened with my sister. Yeah, tell me all the dirty deeds. And Roche does. And then Mulder's like, ha ha! This is another house. This is a different house. We bought this house after. So Mulder bought his house. Hey, so like, is this just an empty house or did he like buy it? It's Mulder's dad's house. Oh, it's Mulder's dad's house. But what Wait. I- Which dad? Oh my God. Ron? Is it Ron? Is it a stepdad Ron? It's just so many. My my favorite thing that Roche says in this episode is when Mulder's like, this isn't even the right house. And Roche is like, it's geography, man. It's just geography. I'm like, I'm going to use that excuse all the time. I was, you think, I mean, he has a pretty good memory of, like, when he looks at the hearts, yeah. he knows exactly the which girl's one's which, name. Yeah. And I wonder if that's common with, like, massive serial killers if they know names and probably yeah because it's yeah. i think it's really like to them it's emotional like a, it's like not... a religious almost a religious experience yeah right? like to them it has a very deep meaning it's not just like hey i just killed this girl cut this heart out like they went to yeah. the length to do that so that they would have some like a memento to remember about yeah. i guess also he stalked his victims and knew a lot about them but a lot of serial killers just like grab yeah right so maybe they don't know a lot about what's going on mm-hmm. it's just interesting to me very interesting i'm not a serial killer you guys <laughs> just i'm just really afraid of murder that's fair so i like to research murder so i myself do not get uh, murder. murder is a thing that does happen overwhelmingly mm-hmm. to people uh, like us people like us um that's that's why i'm so interested that's fair so i don't get murdered myself especially currently i am by myself my um significant other has gone to the island so I mean, uh, I, not to get, I, like... But I may have a knife Okay, next to me, just in case. Yarks. Um, <laughs> not to get, like, too real or emotional. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, for me, like, live, I work in the downtown east side, yeah. and there are physical, visual reminders everywhere of the number of people that have been taken from that area. Yes. Like, there are... Um, They've created these garlands of, like, kind of, you know, like, fake ivy or something that you mm-hmm. get from a, a craft store um, that spell out the names of women that were uh, abducted and killed. Is that recent? Uh, no, it was definitely, it's been there for about the past seven years. Because I saw two women, this is weird, I saw two women at Michael's the other day buying a whole hell of a lot of ivy and, like, fake fo- fo- foliage. Well, I, I know some of them are, are uh, have gone away or like we're taking and they said they were doing an art installation in the downtown east they might be making that's incredible yeah but there's one that says mona that like is hung between two trees right by where all the food trucks park so i see it like all the time it's like a very visual reminder you need to know the names yeah like you need to know the names fuck the serial killers you need to know the victims names for sure especially if they're women and marginalized women yeah so and i mean me like going to school in that area basically as the trial was happening yeah robert picton was like surreal oh my god yeah i mean it's okay to it's okay to be interested in in serial killers because you have a healthy respect for murder yeah because you don't want it to happen because you you don't want it to happen to you skinner is coming skinner's coming skinner and scully go oh no they get there they get there they get to Mulder's motel room uh roche is gone Mulder is handcuffed to the handcuffed table. to the table, and they're like, "How did this happen?" And Mulder's just like, "I don't know. You tell me." <laughs> you dumb fuck. You son of a bitch. Skinner, fire Mulder's ass right there. Please. Jesus Christ. So now they've got a child murderer on their hands, just out, just yeah. out. And Mulder's like, "I know where he's gone." Oh wait, you forgot the best part. What? Roach, Roach took his gun and his bag. Oh yes, that is wonderful. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's bad. It's very it's bad, bad, but, but it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But not for the children. No. For Mulder, who should be fired. <laughs> he did a bad job. Skinner's here to save it. Um, I. This is my official background boy. Oh, which one? Skinner's tie. Oh, really? It is fat. It is juicy. It has these, like, I want to say they're, like, they look like the top of sun hats. Oh, interesting. And it's like circled, a, yeah. Circles, and it looks like you're looking down on a bunch of sun hats. It's very nautical. I love a fat, it's juicy very tie. A, it's a fat tie. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't look away. I love it. I loved it. I missed it completely. It's very good. But what I did notice is that I misread 
the name of the daycare they go to that the child is kidnapped from. Man-ass daycare? I thought it was called Swamp Friends. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what was it actually called? It was like something Friends Daycare in on in Swamp something. Was it Small Friends? Small Friends Daycare? <laughs> That's Swamp you. Friend? That's you. I'm a small friend? You are a small friend. <laughs> Thank you just for saying I'm small. <laughs> you are. You're just little. <laughs> I've, I didn't realize how tall I was and... Until, like, when I was 16, everyone's like, wow, you're tall for a girl. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, fuck a I knew duck. I was small. Because I was always tiny. the smallest kid in, like, in my dance class. We yeah. would always have to line up by height to pick out partners. And oh, I you're was always the, little? the shortest. Oh, I was always the tallest. Oh. I feel like there's a sitcom here somewhere. Opposites attract. She's the smallest. I'm the tallest. But we're best friends forever. <laughs> Very good. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, Swamp Friends. Swamp Friends Daycare. <laughs> she let a swamp monster out of the Swamp Friends Daycare. Oh, no. God, I feel for this this woman. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So she said, an FBI agent came and said this girl's mother was in an accident. She He showed a badge, so I thought it was legit, so yeah. I let her go. Oh. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. Ooh, boy. So, and then Mulder is actually... Kind of, he's like, no, it's not your fault. It's my fault. And I, it's funny, because as he said, no, it's not your fault, I shouted, it's yours! Yeah, that's exactly what I did, too! And, and he's like, it's my fault. And I was like, you're damn right! Thank God, Mulder's saying something. So now they're going to go to the bus depot? No, they the go to Roche's apartment. But then the bus depot. Well, because it's behind his apartment. Yeah. It's very cool. Welcome to my old apartment. This is where I used to murder small children. Yikes. <laughs> Um, yeah, behind Roche's apartment is this big wall, and behind that is all these old city buses. It actually looks incredibly it looks cool. so it's cool. a spectacular set. I wonder, I wonder where that is. Cause that must be real. That oh, must yeah. be Vancouver's old buses somewhere. Yeah. I wonder where that is. It was it's really, really good. cool. It was really, I love the shots in this. It was really good. Um, so while Skinner and Scully and the entire police crew do it by the book, yeah. Skinner's just like hopping a fence. Mulder. And Mulder's just hopping yeah, a fence. Hopping a fence. And he finds the girl. Yeah, she screams so he can track her voice. And then he sees. Roach probably did that on purpose. Yeah. He yeah. looks up and he sees which of the um, things are the thinging. connector things. The things are thinking. I'm doing a gesture, but you can't see it. It's an audio podcast. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good gesture, though. Yeah. Uh, so the. Stop, con- hey, stop. Stop gesturing. I Stop. So, stop. Sorry. Stop. Sorry. Is it because I'm doing this? Yes. <laughs> They can't. They know. They know that I'm doing a jerk it motion. Yeah, they do. <laughs> You've been with us for like 90 episodes. You know. You know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, so he sees this is the bus that she's in and he goes in and Roach is there and Roach has his gun up against the seat like so that yeah. he's aiming at the little girl and Mulder says to the little girl, close your eyes and count to 20. Well, no. First he says, hey, are you okay? Yeah. And I'm like, no. no. Hey. Hey, Nope. Nope, this little girl's not okay. Not doing so great. Not great. But she's like, I'm fine. I'm like, no, honey, you aren't. Sweet angel baby. Oh, no. So she counts to 20 as Mulder approaches Roach. Yeah. And um, he has his gun out at Roach. And basically Roach is like, hey, if you kill me, you're never going to find out what happened to your sister. Yeah. And um, then he starts to squeeze the trigger. So Mulder shoots Wait, him. did we establish that... The X-File part of this is Roche is somewhere... Oh, we didn't talk about it at all. We didn't talk about the X-File. No. Roche and Mulder have a Nexus connection. And what is that? Uh, it means that Mulder, uh, when he was profiling Roche, he got so far in his head that, that Roche got a little in Mulder's head, and now he, he knows his memories. They touch brains? They touch brains. <laughs> That's the X-File. Yeah, it's like... So stupid. Oh, God, so good. <laughs> This episode would have been so much better without the X-Files. Roach should have just done the crime. Yeah. Really. And what have been good is then, and this, oh, God, this would have been such a strong character choice. Mulder has to make the choice of, do I shoot the man who knows where my sister is buried and and then I I will never know. Yeah. Or, or do, do I save oh this girl? Oh God, that would have been, that would have been so, so strong. Good. That's how it should have ended. Damn. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shit the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear. Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. That's how it should have ended. That's that's how this whole episode should have gone. Like, because then he made the choice. You know what? 
the present is more important. This little girl and her future is more important than my past. And then that choice drives him throughout the rest of the season to get for other people what he could, he knows he'll never have for himself. Oh, God. So good. Yeah. Damn, guys, you fucked up. So he chose to shoot Roche, and now he's just basically... the His sister's gone. Yeah. He's made that choice. Like, oh, God, that would have been... I would have, like... I could have teared up. Yeah. I could have. I could have jerked a little cheer out of my tear duct. But it didn't happen. No. It was Dem Aliens. Dem Aliens did the crime, apparently. <laughs> Ugh, X-Files are killing us. My favorite thing um, about this is when he shoots Roche and the kid just screams and run off and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell yeah, kid. You get out of there. I also... Where did he shoot Roche? In the head. But when you see the head, you see the extra wound, but you don't see any wound in the front of the face. Yeah, they did a bad job. They did a super bad job. <laughs> you know also who did a bad job? Mulder. You know who else did a bad job? The writers. The writers. Mulder, this ends. Um, Skinner, or the, nope. I wish Skinner. Yeah. Scully and Mulder had a little heart to heart. Yeah, a little hug. Whatever. Um, Mulder doesn't deserve hugs. There's a weird child choir music thing going on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. You, were you in a choir as child? Yeah, I was. Oh, okay, cool. I was. I was very proud of myself. Can I tell you a, a sad moment in my life? It's about you being a child in a child choir? When I was in sixth grade, uh? I wanted to audition to sing uh, as part of, uh, what were we doing? The way above the chimney traps are pushed and find me. That's the song that we were singing. Somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah, I was trying to audition to sing uh, a part, and so, but it was like the soprano part. Yeah. And then I, so I tried, I did a bad job, and my choir teacher was like, can you sing that high? And I was like, I guess not. And she's like, well, why did you audition <gasps> then? Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, I'm never singing again. Oh, honey. And then I did do choir when I was in like middle school and stuff, but I never had the confidence to um. It's hard because project. for what? Oh, well, you're a beautiful singer now. Thank you. Aww. Um, it's weird about choirs because there's this hierarchy that if you can sing high, you're better. Yeah. Where I, I'm not. And I'm, I'm like, like, I didn't realize, I like, I'm definitely not a soprano. I'm like more of a tenor, but. Yeah, I am actually more of a tenor too. I have the same thing. They put me with all the boys. Mm -hmm, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, even alto, like it didn't really, but yeah, because I definitely can go. Lower. I can go low. I can go so low. <laughs> We're dumb. We're dumb idiots. Well, fuck that teacher. Hey, what was her name? I don't remember. Let's call her out. You. Hey, you suck. You suck. Hope you're not a teacher anymore. You ruined kids' dreams and you made them feel bad. And that means you should not be a professional teacher. You should be a d uh, someone who catches raccoons. <sighs> That's the only job for you, a pest control officer. I hope you feel bad about your choices. Yeah. Now, yeah. don't you make those raccoons feel bad about their dreams. We you know she garbage. would. You know she, she would. would. She'd be like, I don't know why you bothered to try eating garbage. You don't have any teeth. <laughs> those poor raccoons. Can I tell you about the other thing that really hurt me? Yeah. About Mulder being bad at his job? Can you just, like, keep evidence? Yeah, he did. He did just kept, he just kept that last heart for himself. <laughs> Can you just you do that? You don't get to do that. He took it out of the little bag. <laughs> Can you just do that? No, you can't. You can't. You can't, you can't do, do that. that. Can you imagine how many pieces of evidence he has in his drawer? Oh, so many. Like anything that he feels has a personal connection to him, he just keeps. Oh, man, there's a half-eaten Snickers in this bag. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna keep that for... It was, it was Richard Ramirez? It was the Night Stalkers Snickers? That's okay, I'll eat it for him. Mine now. It's mine now. Anyway, let's do... Let's rate it. Let's rate it. I rate it on a species scale. Five is I cannot sleep at night. One is I had a I can sleep very well. Okay, <laughs> but you know what? I've been thinking about this rating system. I'm just personally never at a one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Never sleep very well. Um, now this is the ultimate test because I was alone last night. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did have a really good sleep. Nice. Um, I'm gonna put this at a. Uh, a 2.47. Jesus Christ. Wait till I go to three decimal points. I'm going to be upset about it. <laughs> I know. I'm going to keep increasing. And I'll give the, uh, the, the serial killer himself, the mm -hmm. actor, was so good. And he creeped me out legitimately. Yeah, he was really great. And how he and even interacted with that kid, it gave me, it the gave heaps. me, the, it gave yeah. me the heaves. 
Um, so that's what I'm going to give those. I'm going to give that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. Goes from one, which means perfect episode. Wonderful. Beautiful. Love it. Uh, to Excelsis Day. Worst episode ever. Terrible, horrible, hate it. Uh, and I'm going to give this a four. Hey, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, good episode, like I said. Really nice, room to breathe. Enjoyed it, but I think the things that we're, we talked about throughout this episode made me realize, like, the ways that it could have just been a fucking smash it out of the park home we run. Could, it could have been a one. It could, I think it could have been a it one. It could have been a one. If we, if the list, if the, if the writers listened to us, If they just had one. taken those few risks to really dig in. And, I mean, I do understand, like, that was not the way that, TV, especially episodic TV, was going at the time. Eh. But that's I, why that's why it was bad. Yeah, I'd really love to see those sorts of choices and risks incorporated into season eleven. Yeah, let's do a personal expo. Okay, come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X file. So, on want to tell you we were talking about serial killers mm-hmm. we were talking about like calling cards yeah i want to talk to you about um a serial killer from texas that took eyeballs Ooh. and this man's name is charles albright um he was active in gosh he was arrested in 1991 oh my god which is crazy um and he was active in the 1990s, yeah. Yikes. Uh, he killed, um, as we know, he killed three women, mm-hmm. all sex workers, Shirley mm-hmm. Williams, Mary Lou Pratt, and Susan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Shirley Williams, I believe, he went to jail for. They okay. had enough evidence. They had a, a witness. Um, he was known as the eyeball killer. And a couple things about his childhood. So he was an orphan, I remember, and he was adopted by a teacher. Um but the teacher was quite the 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 mother was quite controlling and um he had a thing about killing small animals which is a, one of those there's a triad of things that are yeah points to serial killing um and one of those is killing small animals he was really into taxidermy mm-hmm. but one of the stories is that he they didn't have enough money or his mother wouldn't buy him the real like eyeballs so he used to use buttons. Yeah. But that kind of started his this obsession with, like, eyeballs. Um, so he would, like, cut picture eyeballs out of dolls. He would cut eyeballs out of, like, pictures and stuff. And he he started out with, like, petty theft. He stole some money, like, when he was 13 and 15. Mm-hmm. He actually, he got married. Uh, and his mother died. Um, and w- after his mother died, he was babysitting... A neighbor's kid. Oh. And he mm-hmm. molested her. Oh, no. And what that is very, very, very bad. But what is even bad, worse is <coughs> it, he was prosecuted. He pled guilty and only see, uh, received probation. What? Yup. That is wild. This is in 1981. Ugh. So, yeah, molest a little girl. Just probation. That's it. Fuck uh, the past. Fuck, yeah. So uh, he took a paper route. That was his job. And he started uh, visiting sex workers. And that's when he started killing December 13th, 1990. Mary Lou Pratt, who was 35. Uh, February 10th, 1991. Susan Peterson. And March 18th, 1991. Shirley Williams. Um, and they were all sex workers. And what was uh, odd when the police found their bodies, their eyes had been surgically removed, Ooh. like taken time to be removed. Yikes. Um, in so that the investigator said that they were looking for like surgeons and mm-hmm. that because of the, the, there was like no marks. There was, it was almost professionally done. Uh, he was caught and he was tried uh, for the murder of Shirley Williams because a witness came forward and told police about alt-right. So another sex worker came forth and said, hey, this guy picked up Susan and she's dead now. So why don't you check him out? 
The prosecution suffered many blows and their case seemed circumstantial at best. The only evidence was solid was the forensic evidence. Hairs found at William's murder scene matched with Albright. Ooh. On December which hairs sometimes are like finicky, right? Yeah. On December 18, 1991, the jury had already deliberated and found uh, Charles Albright guilty. He was sentenced to life in prison for the murder of Shirley Williams, Mary Lou Pratt, and Susan Peterson. Mm. So he in jail for Unlike a lot of serial killers who are like their first couple of murders, like, they get out. Yeah. This guy's, 1991, he's in jail forever. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of my information from Murderpedia. Fair. <laughs> Which is a, a weird hole to go down. Also, um, My Favorite Murder does a great episode on um, Charles Albright. So listen to that one, Yeah, too. shout out to uh, that podcast. From this podcast. From this podcast. Mwah. Mwah. Just little kisses. <laughs> I'm sure we have some murderinos. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta. I am one. Yeah, I know yeah. you are. Uh, yeah, so we'll post we'll post some stuff about him um, and his victims because they are the most important, mm-hmm. especially because they are sex workers. Um, if you have a favorite serial killer, <laughs> is that weird to say? No, I don't think so. Not for people who enjoy the X Files. Yeah, I mean, it, with a calling card, why don't you why don't you send an article our way? Yeah, we'd we'll definitely be out. interested. Yeah, for sure. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. super interested. <laughs> um, what else do we do now? Predictions. Let's do that. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. It's my turn to predict. And what points what points are we at again? Let's just go through. To recap, Please. I've got one and one half points. One and a half points. One and one half. Oh god, don't say that. It's gonna <laughs> mess with me. One and a half points. One and a half points, and you have two points. One point five points. Yeah. I have two points. Three whole half points. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, this is why we got confused. Yeah, it would be oh. I god. have one and a half points. You okay, have two points. okay, tattoo that. Okay. Season four. Episode 11 is in Spanish. El Mundo Gira. Okay. Now, part the curtains. We know a little bit about this episode. We do know a little bit about this episode. This so- A space cadet told us, warned us. Yes. But I want you to kind of tell me what's going on. Okay, so uh, I know El Mundo means the world. Really? Know, yeah. Oh. I took Spanish in... Uh, I've got the whole mundo in my hands. Got- <laughs> Wait, what's hands? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, come on. I, um, yeah, I took Spanish in high school and university, but I, it, a lot of it has just flown out of it's my gone. head. Yeah, it's like, you know, you don't use it. It just... You don't use it. You lose it. You lose it. El Mundo Gira. Okay, so we do know that this episode involves a chupacabra. <gasps> or uh, a possibly involved. Possibly. Like, we don't, we haven't been told for certain, but Possible. we've been told that it's worth getting excited about. Which is one of my favorite. I, ooh, is... Is it my favorite cryptid? I think in my heart it might be. Uh-oh. Uh, well, we yeah, we're also prepared to be disappointed by this episode like we were the Jersey Devil. And we know that uh, El Chupacabra, and based on the title, El Mundo Giro, El Mundo Gira, uh, it's probably going to be pretty, maybe kind of offensive. It's going to have some racism in it. Yay. Yay. Uh, so here's what I think happens. Okay. I think cows be getting drained. <laughs> cows? Cows be getting drained of blood. Okay. Well, goats too. Yeah, and goats. Wow. Wow. And humans. <gasps> uh, I think it's going to take place in a border town. Okay. Um, so in America. Yeah, in America, okay. in a border town. I think there's going to be some uh, racial tension. Okay. Um... I think so this is a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good episode for this Ooh, year. I think it's gonna be very bad for twenty seventeen. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so border town racial violence. People are getting drained of blood. Okay. Uh, Mulder and Skelly show up. Uh, they think it's a serial killer. Okay. Or Skelly thinks it's a serial killer. Mulder thinks it's El Chupacabra. Yeah. He gets deep in those legends. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> but it's not El Chupacabra. No. What is it? I think it's like, I think it, it is a person. You think it is a person? Yeah, I think they're just sticking a little straw in people. Just <sighs> Why are they doing that? Uh, they need blood to, they their body drains of blood every 24 hours and they need to refill it. 
Okay. Slowly over the course of 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> they just constantly be refilling their body with blood. I love it. So. Otherwise they can't get hard. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that X-Files, double X-Files twist. Well, there it is. Um, so I'll give you a half point for, like, what do you want? How do you give want this Give me a half point for, for racial tension. Racial tensions. So whites versus non-whites. Yes. Correct? On a border. Yeah, I like that. Half, okay, half point for racial tension. Half point for man who sucks blood? Half point for crimes attributed to a chupacabra, but it's really a person. Okay, done. That's good. Yeah. How can these fine people get in touch with us? Well, if you want to talk to us, you can write us an email at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's Mm -hmm. double spelt out. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at doublexfiles. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Tumblr at fuck yeah, doublexfiles for all those sweet memes. Oh, so dank. Mm, So good. Uh, You can also go to patreon.com slash thunderquack. $7 a month gets you into our snail mail club. Oh, I got to send some stuff out. Yeah. I'm going to Vegas, by the way, baby. Nice. So I'm going to probably bring some stuff back from Vegas, too. Is that an Austin Powers accent? Yeah. Yikes. Um, and the most important thing, guys, we are climbing up those iTunes charts. Yeah, you know we are. In Canada, we're number two. Well, in X-Files. Number two in X-Files podcasts. <laughs> Which, can I say, is a, just a real shit file. <laughs> I mean, Camille and Johnny is cool, but the rest. <laughs> Yikes. Ooh. Yeah, we're number two in Canada in the X Files podcast. That's pretty cool. Thank you for making, uh, thank you for us being your second choice. Um, <laughs> After Kumail, we understand. We understand. We're totally cool with that. In order to kind of bump us up a lot, it's you guys. It's you guys listening. It's your subscribing. You are leaving us amazing uh, reviews. Yeah. Um, so tell a friend. Tell a friend. You know what you could do? What could you do? You could knit sweaters with oh. our faces on them. Oh. And then mail them to your grandmother. Okay. In kind of a reverse play. And then your grandmother would wear shirts with our faces on them and tell her friends about the double X. I like this. Getting an older uh, audience. Yeah. I'm into it. I don't know if they'll like our dick jokes, though. Yeah, we'll see. Is I don't know. cool with it? Grandmas can be nasty. Okay. Ooh. Grannies, grannies, grannies can be horned. <laughs> Well, I'm ready to leave. Okay. (laughs) I've made it weird. Until next time, the The truth truth is out there. there. My grandma's not horny. (laughs)